Welcome to The Real Property Show, where we talk about building, buying, and selling residential real estate. I'm Brian Freeman, and welcome to the show. Hey, Brian Freeman here. Hey, thanks again for joining us here on The Real Property Show today and listening along. And I, I wanted to talk to you today about homeowners insurance policies, and we'll talk about landlord insurance policies as well. And I want you to understand a little bit about them and, and how you can make sure you got the right amount of coverage for your home or your investment property that you have. Now, we, back in 2007, there was a Witch Creek fire in the San Diego County area. And we were down there in that area building homes at that time. And we ended up doing probably over a hundred different scopes of losses for these homes that were total losses in the Witch Creek Fire. So I think it was like 600 homes that burned down in the town that our office is located in down there in Ramona, California. And I wanted to share with you what our experiences were with that and how what we learned about insurance policies so you can make sure you're covered. So if something happens, so a lot of times you'll have a partial loss, which you probably will have enough insurance to take care of that. But if you do end up having a total loss, you can definitely be underinsured. And we saw that a lot in those, those uh, wildfires that came through and wiped out homes just completely down to the slab. There was nothing left of the house. So you, you know, the foundation was all that was there. So uh, I'm going to talk to you about how you can evaluate the policy you have. So if you're getting, you know, if you're buying a home or if you're already in a home, and you want to look at your policy and make sure that you have enough insurance. So, and this is really important today because the costs of building are going way up. So with the inflation that's happening, so you've got to make sure that you have the proper amount of insurance. I mean, we're talking about some of these projects that are getting built uh, from year over year, 20% increases on costs to build. So if you, your policy went into place, maybe May of 2021, and now you're you're we're into 2022. This time now, it could be 20% different on the cost. You could be underinsured. So we want to make sure that you evaluate it. And we're going to look at some examples. Uh, we're going to look at a landlord policy and also a homeowner policy of a couple of properties actually located in Middleton, Idaho. So these are these are definitely going to be different numbers depending on where you're looking, you're evaluating this from around the country, the prices of the real estate where you're at. But this is to the Middleton, Idaho area, you're going to see a couple of different properties there as far as uh, the actual costs um, that we're, we're talking about. So I'm going to share my screen with you and we're going to go through these. There's I think there's four or five documents here. I want to show you uh, what, we're, what we're talking about. So give me just a sec here and we'll get this switched over. And if you are listening on the podcast, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, The Real Property Show, and you'll be able to see these examples a lot more there. So you can actually see what we're actually going through and talking about. So let me skip back over to this first doc here. So this is, we're gonna look at this landlord policy uh, initially first. So we're gonna look at this and let me get switched on so I can annotate on here and we'll wanna be able to draw on this. So, okay, so what we're, Looking at here, this is a landlord policy. You can see the dates on these. Some of these have the dates on them. And this one's actually written with Boise, or Boise River Insurance LLC. So it was Safeco Insurance. So this is the broker. This Safeco is actually the insurance company. So, and this is a 12 month policy. So a landlord policy. Okay. So this is a dates of 916-2020 to 916-2021. I'm also going to show you as we go through here, I want you to see the increase 
These are actually examples of a 20, this is why this is an older policy. I wanna show you what's actually happening. Actually today, uh, we had gone back to the insurance broker and asked them for updates on these particular properties. And you can see the increase, like how much it actually increases. Pretty crazy. And I'll show you that in a minute. But this particular policy back then, they have on these policies, you're going to see it's it's called a dwelling. You'll see it called as dwelling or coverage A. Dwelling is more of the newer term. Coverage A is kind of an older term. But coverage A is essentially, this is the base policy limit. So to this one particular home, that's $240,000 base policy limit, coverage A. So if you have a loss, they're going to pay up to that. It's $240,000 for the actual home, the structure of the home. So then you have another a coverage B, which is other structures. So these are detached structures from the home. So these would be, be like detached decks. This would be concrete flat work that's outside the house or maybe a shed or your driveways, those sorts of things that are actually not attached to the actual house. So you, these are different, uh, different other structures that are not part of the home. And there's some technicalities going into that. You could actually have a deck ledger that's actually pushed up against the house, but not connected with screws. And that's considered an other structure because it's separated from the home. If it's, as soon as it has a screw into it, going into the home is considered a actual uh, part of the dwelling coverage A. So coverage A. Uh, so there's some technicalities to this, but for essentially this is everything is detached from the home. And then you're going to also, then the next thing here is you're going to have personal property coverage, coverage C. It's always a lot lower, mostly on anything. It's a landlord policy. If you have something that's fully furnished, you want to make sure you have more in here. But this is mostly saying that, hey, the, the actual person that uh, the, the renter, the tenant is going to be having, they should have their own personal property coverage. Whereas you, you, as a landlord, you might have washer and dryer in there. You may have a few other few other things in the home that possibly could need coverage for personal property, but your policy will be lower or your, your uh, coverage amount will be lower for this right here for personal property. So much higher on, a, on your personal residence. So loss of rents, this is if you actually, you cannot rent the home, they'll pay up to $24,000 uh, to do that. So it's covered D. Medical payments, someone gets hurt, and then you got your basic liability on the property at 300000 okay? So one thing to look at that on a policy that to make sure you're covered properly is in you can have what's called an extended dwelling coverage. I highly recommend getting this. This is an additional 25%. So, and this is based off of the coverage A amount. So this number right here. So you'd actually take 240000 and you would multiply that. So we took $240,000, multiply that times 25%. It's gonna be 60,000. So that number right there is gonna be extended. So you could actually go up to $300,000. If let's say you got the bid back to build the house, complete loss in a fire, flood, whatever it was, you comes back to you and you have a issue with the, uh, you're over $240,000 to actually replace this home. So in actually to correct myself, Flood insurance is separate. So don't don't um, make sure if you have a small flood in your home, your insurance will take care of it, but you're complete, you could potentially need flood insurance if you're in a floodplain. So make sure you don't don't uh, misinterpret what I just said. So um, the 240 plus the 60 would be three hundred thousand dollars. So if your if your bid comes in over two hundred and forty thousand, they will go up to three hundred thousand dollars, adding an extra sixty if you have this hundred and twenty or this 25% extended coverage. So you wanna make sure you have that. That's gonna help you if like, if there is this inflationary environment where you got all the prices are going up, 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 
to build. This will protect you up to 25% of that, okay? So make sure you got that. This is kind of an just an extra buffer. You really want to get this coverage, A, up to the actual cost to rebuild your home. So it's just less squabbling with the back and forth the insurance company as far as making sure you get paid. It's easier to negotiate with this number being up closer to what it, the realistic number would be to, to rebuild it. Okay, and then this number here will increase. You can see this is 10% of the 240 of the coverage A. So that's 10%. This number could be a percentage of it, or it can, this can be adjusted. And you can request these to be different, but these are, this is what's typical. The one thing you're not seeing here, uh, up here is this ordinance and loss. This is your code upgrades. A lot of times this is called. So code upgrades is another 10%. So this could be added to this already. If you had $240,000 plus 60 for your 25% extended covered plus another 24,000. So this is like, say, Hey, they, all of a sudden this year, they started requiring fire sprinklers to go in your home where they didn't prior when that home was built then that's considered a code upgrade. So you'd be able to cover the cost of say $3,000 for a fire sprinkler system to go in the house. Or if they started, you, know, you can get down, we, we've done negotiations where you actually get down to, they required more shear panel in the house. So they got more, there's more diaphragm nailing, there's more framing costs or possibly upgrading the windows to where they're tempered or they're more energy efficient. These are things like different code upgrades that happen due to regulation changes with the local building departments. So make sure or you know that you have this. It's really important. Code upgrades is very, very important. This is on landlord policy or your homeowner's policy. So make sure you check on that. So, okay, so these are the, these are kind of the basics, right? So everything's based off of coverage A. You're gonna be have 10% of that for other structures. It's all detached items. And then you're going to make sure you want to have this code upgrades. And then very, very important to have this 25% extended dwelling coverage that will uh, help you out if anything goes up. Okay. So keep, uh, let's take a look here at the, the thing I wanted to show you is what they're recommending for this dwelling coverage right here, 240,000. We're going to jump over to the next to this policy. Now, this is actually with a thousand dollar deductible. This particular premium was $889. So, and this is, this was out without any claims. So this property ended up having a claim on it. So it actually bumped it up significantly for the, the next year. There was large windstorms and it actually blew down a bunch of fencing and that needed to be covered. So, but this, you can see kind of where these premiums lie. This house here is, I think it's 1,600, 1,676 square feet, built in 78. So just a little simple ranch house. So is what this particular one is here. So, okay, so let's jump over to this other tab here. All right, so now what we're looking at, this is an actual letter that was given back in, let's see when the date on this was, August 30th, 2021. So this is last year. So middle of last year, and this is the next policy period. So they're renewing the policy. So this particular policy that we look back here, this ran through September. So they're notifying us a month ahead of time that this is going to be changing. All right. So remember this 240,000. All right. So this 240. So your property, uh, your dwelling limit coverage A changed from 240,000 to 258.5. Other co coverage limits listed below also changed since they are factors of, of your dwelling limits. Other structure limits coverage B Changed from 24,000 to 25,850. This is 10% of this coverage A. Personal property limits covered C changed from 15,000 to 16,160. 
and your loss of rent and additional living expenses limits cover D change from 24,000 to 25,850. So if we run those numbers and we say $240,000 and divide that out by 258,500. So that's about 8% increase or so on cost. And this is, this is last year. So, and this is what, when the market was actually really heating up. So at this point in time, so you're gonna see a much larger increase in this next one I show you, but this is, so this is essentially where this thing went. This is just because of increased building costs. So a replacement cost for this particular structure. Okay. And then you can see there was actually a claim on this and look what happened to the policy limit, uh, the policy price went from 889 to 1266. So that's what occurred. So it's not true that it, the, the, the premiums don't go up if you actually have a claim. They did go up on this particular one. So that's, that's what we're seeing here. Uh, and this is a landlord policy. So a little bit more money than, than the actual homeowner's policy. Okay, so this is, so this, let's look now. When, once you see the email, actually came in today. And I want you to see this. So this is an email that was sent out to the, the insurance company and they are saying, okay, this 250, this, this home, the 258,500, which is the limit, the new revised limit for that previous policy, this thing doesn't renew till August in 2022, which is coming up in four or five months. But this is, uh, they're now saying that, that that amount, the adjustment should be at $325,000. So here at Middleton, Idaho, this is what's happened in the costs. So it's gone crazy here with the cost to build. So, and, and it has everywhere, but this is, it's been, the prices of real estate up here have gone really, uh, you know, really gone up. So, okay, so two, so we're talking $258,500 divided by 325,000. That is roughly 21% increase year over year. And we're not even to a year yet not even to a year yet from that letter came out, but what the recommendation is to actually do that. And this is a coverage error amount, remember that. So everything goes up. So now our, our code upgrades go to 32,500. Our actual our, uh, coverage B goes to 32,500. It's 10% of that in amount. So this is what they're recommending that this be increased to. So insurance premiums will obviously go up due to the increased coverage that they have to provide. So this, um, so then this, uh, this is actually, we'll look at this on the other house that we're gonna look at here. This is a personal residence, but this is, it, it is 466,000. They're suggesting that this home go up to $650,000. And they're also verifying here, yes, both homes do have a 25% extended replacement cost, which is good. That's what we were talking about that you wanna make sure that you have just as a buffer to make sure you're covered on any movements in price during the, the policy periods in between policy periods. Okay, so let's look at this other doc. So this is this one here. This is an actual primary residence. Okay, so it's just an actual homeowner's policy. It's not a landlord policy. You're living in this house. Okay, so this particular one, it's showing here. This was the renewal that happened in July, just a little bit before last. This last, or this was in 2021, July 2021, and it says their policy went up 5.5 percent. Okay, so 5.5 is what they recommended. I think the other one we said was closer around eight or 9% that that went up. But this particular policy, uh, they're recommending that. So, and then this policy runs through July, 2022. So the dwelling coverage A, it's written out a little differently, but it looks, it's the same thing. Coverage A, this is with a different, this is with Main Street America, I believe is who this, this insurance 
uh, company is. And this is in Middleton, Idaho as well. So pricing uh, that you're seeing here. So dwelling, 466,310 for coverage A. And then you're looking at a premium, that, this is obviously discounted down here for a couple different reasons, but uh, 466,310, that's what they're saying coverage A needs to be. Other structures, you can see again, this is 10%, which is our detached structures, coverage B, coverage C, personal property, much higher, right? So the other one was only like 15,000 bucks, increasing to 16,000, personal property. This one's $233,155. So this is assuming you got all of your contents in your home, they're all destroyed, that you have 233,155 you have to get those replaced. So, and you have to document everything too. So it's actually a really good idea to get videos of everything in your home every so often and make sure you do it at least do it once a year, renew your policy, get everything in your house, you add anything to your house, make any changes, make sure you do that. So it'll help you to, to prove the finishes, level of finishes in your home. So when you go to actually prove the cost to rebuild it, you can actually show them uh, what was there. So, and there's no question of that. So that really helps because during the fires when they lost everything, we had to recreate a lot of these things. People didn't have that. So it was tough and they, Fortunately, because it was a disaster, they paid out on it pretty well. But that's, we had people that were way underinsured that were hundreds of thousands of dollars short on building their homes. So that was a major problem. So they could avoid that by doing exactly what we're talking about here, evaluating what it's going to cost to build your home. And one thing before I forget too, is make sure you go to a builder. So talk to a builder and say, hey, what is it? What's it costing to build these days right here, right now? What could you build this house for? Give me, a, I need a, I need a number to verify that these insurance companies are actually right. So no one ever said, you know, it's like, how, how do I know that her, you know, recommendation here of this going to 325 is accurate. So if you're not in the building industry, you may not know that that's accurate. So you need to make sure, go to a builder that does it every single day and make sure that he tells you that it's right. Maybe get a second opinion too on it from another builder and say, hey, is this about right? Can you rebuild this house, a 1,676 square foot house for this much money? And, and you'll, you'll get some good feedback. So make sure you do that, okay? All right, so we're looking here. We got a loss of use, so much higher on this one too. So loss of use is gonna pay for hotels, can pay for other housing for me to go to. So this is this is what this is. Personal property is way higher as well, okay? Personal liability is actually the same, about 300,000 bucks. We got medical payments, a little bit lower. And let's see if we go to, this is just premium discounts. It shows here total policy premium, $839. Uh, so this is a lot lower. This house, particular house, is I think was 3,600 square feet. So versus the other one was 1,676. That policy was even higher. The landlord policy before they increased it due to the claim. So you got 839 bucks. It's cheaper to have the homeowner policy. So I mean, looking at this here, if you're looking to figure out, you know, what policy premiums are up here in Middleton, Idaho, you know, what you're gonna be paying. This is a 3,600 square foot house. It's 839 a month, and you know, divide that by or a year, I should say, 830 a year, divide by 12, that's about $70 a month. So that's roughly your homeowner's insurance, okay? So and this is actually gonna go up because I'm gonna show you another, we're gonna go back to this other email that was sent today and show you the recommended, I don't know the, the new premiums of what this would be, but we're gonna look at what the new coverage A recommendations are based on that. It's actually very significant on this particular property. So, okay, so that's, that's that. Let's see if there's anything else that's worth looking at here. Thousand dollar deductible, and let's look. Yeah, so here's this is again. This is the additional coverages you're looking here. Twenty five percent, okay, limited to the liability. 
specify additional amount of insurance for coverage aid to willing, 25%. Make sure this is your policy. This, these two policies, this had to be requested. This was not standard in these policies. This, uh, this, we requested this specifically to be added to these policies. So make sure you, you're checking on this, okay? All right, and then this is a special one here, trampoline surcharges. If you do have a trampoline, the insurance companies are gonna run for your kids. They're gonna run through your, uh, they'll, they'll run by, look over the fence, do what they wanna do. And then they're gonna charge you 73 bucks a year for your trampoline. So know that happens and you can actually get this removed. You just call them back and say, hey, look, got rid of a trampoline. It blew away in a windstorm. They can actually remove this off of here. So they do charge for trampolines. Okay, so this is just a little bit more information. This house built in 2015, gives you a little, you know, roof age. So they take these things into account when they're rating the policy. Okay, so that's mostly everything there. I want to show you this other. So if we go back, let's actually look at the numbers again, just as a fresh in the mind. So there, 466,310 is coverage A. Okay, so that's what we're seeing here. We're going back here. And so she, she rounded this year, but coverage in, on primary home, $466,000, uh, $466, right? That's the number we just looked at. I would suggest going to $650,000 to build a state. I mean, look at the increase here. I mean, we're talking about, she's recommending 466,000 divided by 650,000. That is a 29% increase in what she's saying that the insurance company is calculating out for the building costs. So, so there again, we have our center replacement at 25%, right? So we would be over and above that by 4%. So we'd be 4% short if, if, we, if we totally exhausted our coverage A of our, uh, that we have plus the costs for the 25% center replacement. And then we'd still be 4% short because this thing's saying it needs to be 4% higher. So let's just assuming this is accurate. So, and I, I would not be surprised if it is not, it's very, it's probably very close to what the cost, that's the difference in the costs for this, uh, this area. So what has happened, but just know that this is what can happen. And that's why you want to make sure you update this every single year to make sure that you got, you know, it's, it, you have the right policy amount on, on your home. So yeah, so that is, that's really a, a quick breakdown on homeowners policies for giving an example of a landlord and also for uh, primary residents that you're living in. Kind of give you some idea of the rates, why you need to check up on every year, check with builders and make sure that you know that the dollar amounts that the insurance company is giving you is actually right. So, all right, so I hope that helps you all. And it was wonderful talking to you again today and have a great rest of your, great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to The Real Property Show today. If you're needing help buying or selling your home, buying or selling land, or you're needing help building a home or remodeling your home, feel free to check out our show notes. We have a ton of information there. You can get all of that on our website. Make sure you visit our website also at realpropertytv.com and go to our resources tab. There is a ton of information there. You can download it, all of it for free. If you're looking for information on selling a home, buying a home, actually buying land or actually building or remodeling your home, it's all there. So check it out. And also make sure you check out our partners page. We have a ton of information on real estate pros that we trust, also builders that we trust, and you can connect with them there. So thank you again for your time. And have a wonderful rest of your day.